Hey, welcome to the Business of Inner Peace. This is Erin Jean. In today's episode, we're talking about the subject of forgiveness. I know this is going to be such a tricky, tricky topic, and it's hard and heavy on the heart. So listen in, and I hope you get some value here today. Welcome to the Business of Inner Peace. I'm your host, Erin Jean. And I'm so glad you're here. Let's pretend we're sitting in my living room enjoying a cup of coffee or tea and getting to know each other just a little better. That's what I love. I love getting to hear your story. I love feeling connected by the spirit of understanding that our stories bring. Today, I'm sharing some of my story, but I hope someday soon you'll be telling me yours. Listen, I know that you're feeling overwhelmed with life and nothing is exactly how you'd like it to be. Your marriage is not what you hoped for. Motherhood is harder than you imagined and you've lost yourself somewhere in the mix of responsibilities. Well, if you're ready to bring some more peace and joy into your life, reconnect with God who made you and start living a life you love, then grab your cup of coffee or tea and let's dive into today's show. Today, I want to dive into the topic of forgiveness. I'm sure that you've heard it said, refusing to forgive someone is like drinking poison, thinking the other person will die. And that really is a beautiful visual of how damaging unforgiveness can be to our soul and to our physical body. And Jesus himself also emphasized the importance of forgiveness in the Lord's Prayer, which can be found both in Matthew and Luke 11, where he says, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who've sinned against us. But I have found that all of that is so much easier said than done. And today I want to dive into a story about some past trauma that I was really struggling to forgive. Now, there's some important things to mention first, in case this is your first time listening to me. The first is that I was in an abusive marriage, uh, both verbally and emotionally abusive, to bring clarity to that. And I really want to emphasize the word was. I'm still married to the same man and he's a different person and I'm a different person. And that's a huge part of why I'm here, why I'm sharing my story with you, because I want to share hope with others that you can actually save and change your marriage through this beautiful work of healing the subconscious mind. And the second thing is that being vulnerable and sharing your truth can be complicated when your experiences involve others. But I really want to share my truth with you because I truly believe that it can help someone else out there. Someone else that can relate that is maybe experiencing the same thing or has experienced the same thing as myself. 
But if you know me or my family personally, out of respect for them, I'm just asking you to treat this podcast like a private conversation. Please don't discuss these things with my family unless they actually bring it up. I know that I'm really walking that fine line between their truth and mine. I know that everyone's perspective matters and I'm just trying to be respectful to that and be as respectful as I can to them while still sharing my truth and helping others. So I really appreciate you honoring that. So as I mentioned, um, I, in my very first episode of this podcast, I had a lot of trauma in my marriage in the very first year. I basically broke my leg shortly after we came back from our honeymoon. We were out on a lake for the day and I was the first person in the water to wakeboard and a bad fall later I had a broken leg and we had to rush off to the ER and um, basically a surgery and a little over a year recovery uh, process. It was a lot. So needless to say, I needed help to do a lot of things. And uh, one of those things was to be able to bathe myself. I really couldn't get in and out of the bathtub on my own. Um, taking a shower wasn't really an option because I wasn't able to stand for a very long period of time on one leg and I needed my husband to um, help get me in and out. I needed him to turn on the water and turn off the water. I couldn't even reach the faucet. Um, And I just know that he wasn't his best self in all of this. And he was exhausted and overwhelmed and um, trying to process a lot of things. Needless to say, on one occasion... Um, when I really needed his help, he basically refused to help me. And I had this, uh, victim mentality, which really came from my childhood. And, um, I'll probably share more about this in a different time, but I also had some sexual trauma in my childhood and that, um, trauma really, kind of set me up for not feeling any worth for myself, not feeling any love or value for myself. And because of that, I allowed many people in my life, um, my husband being the main one for many years, to treat me in a way that would validate um, all of that messaging. So needless to say, I... I was left in the bathtub for longer than I wanted to be, uh, shivering, crying, just waiting to be taken out. And that was really traumatic. Um, And there were other things that happened during this period of time that were also really traumatic and they were hard for me to get over. They were really hard for me to get past. Years later, 
we had another traumatic incident involving one of my children. They were basically having a play date and um, they were barely even six. And I wasn't there. It was at someone else's house. But I believe there was a game of hide and seek going on. And um, when my child was found, they basically kind of reacted, you know how kids do, in an inappropriate way, didn't want to be found, and they punched the other kid in the stomach. Uh, My husband was the one that picked up this child that day, and when they found out what happened, because of course the mom, being a good mom, told them what went on, um, my husband was really, really upset, and punishment began to happen for my child and I arrived home to a really traumatic scene and essentially my husband was kind of in full-blown punishment anger mode with my child and wanted me to kind of join in which I didn't feel comfortable doing But I also was scared to try to stop what was happening because I thought that I could possibly make it worse. If any of you out there have dealt with emotional or verbal abuse and even physical abuse, I think you can understand um, that feeling. And I'll just never forget this moment of desperately wanting to save my child And feeling so scared to take action because I didn't want to make anything worse. Um, So I bring these events up because they, they stuck with me. They stuck with me for a really long time. And even though my husband and I had talked about these incidents in counseling, um, we probably talked about them several times. And my husband had even apologized several times. And in my heart, I really wanted to forgive my husband. And I even said out loud that I forgave him. But I just couldn't actually like get over it. I I couldn't let it go. Um, I desperately, I really did. I wanted to move on. But every time we had an argument it would just trigger all of this. Or if there was any situation where my child was misbehaving and my husband was there, I I would just feel so on edge. Literally, I was like walking on eggshells, hoping that my child wouldn't set my husband off. This is definitely a a bigger part of um, the abusive and unhealthy environment in our family dynamics that has also been addressed. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, but I was just, I was always feeling like at any moment I had to save my child and protect them from my husband. And so here's where my story actually gets really cool because when we insert the subconscious healing piece, everything changes. And this is why I love the subconscious mind and all of these amazing subconscious healing tools. So now let's just fast forward past years of therapy 
and prayer to this place where I have now been introduced to these tools. So I was doing a hypnotherapy process with my practitioner. And one of the reasons why hypnotherapy is so powerful is because the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between imagination or reality. The subconscious mind loves imagery. And I just, I want to make a side note here that TV and movies are a form of hypnosis. So I want to just give you a warning to be really careful what you input into your brain. Obviously social media too, right? That involves imagery, but especially violent things, especially with children under nine, whose their subconscious is still forming. It's so important to be protective about the imagery that comes in. So um, anyhow, back to back to talking about hypnotherapy. We can use imagery to help heal trauma that's still trapped in the subconscious mind. And essentially all hypnotherapy is, is helping you to get into a relaxed place where we can get your brain into a different wave um, frequency and we can give suggestive imagery to help the subconscious bring forward anything that's ready to be healed. So I was doing this process, like I mentioned, with my practitioner. And in the process, I want you to imagine she's giving me some visual promptings. She prompted me to open a door to a room. And in this room, what my subconscious brought forward was me in one corner. There I was in that bathtub crying. And in the very same room, in the other corner, was also me with my child in their bedroom in that moment with my husband yelling and my child crying uncontrollably. And I was instantly filled with those old emotions that I've been battling for so long. I was filled with a lot of fear and desperation a lot of sadness, a lot of feeling like a victim, like I'm powerless to change the situation. And what we did next was we invited Jesus into the space. And it was so beautiful. I literally took weights off of my shoulders and handed them to Jesus. Like I saw weights on my shoulders in as I was in the bathtub and I lifted them off and handed them to Jesus and he took care of it, the weights and discarded them. And then I lifted the weights off of the adult me that was there in my child's bedroom and handed them to Jesus and he took care of them. And Jesus and I together began to do all of the things that I needed in those moments. So we scooped me out of the bathtub. 
We lovingly put pajamas, like cozy pajamas on me. We made me a cup of tea. We tucked me into a beautiful bed with a fluffy white down comforter. And I was just feeling so taken care of and so safe and so relaxed. And then we went into that corner of the room where my child was and we scooped my child up. We stopped all of the yelling. We took my child into a safe space and comforted them and loved on them. And then the best part, my favorite part, is we put my child in the bed with the version of me that had the broken leg. And that version of myself and my child, we watched movies, we ate popcorn, we snuggled together in that big comfy bed, and I felt completely different about all of it and that's where I left it and I felt released and I left that room and now when I think about those moments I used to not be able to tell the stories about these things happening without crying without being filled with fear without my heart racing But now when I tell these stories, this is the imagery that comes to my mind of this peaceful room of Jesus being there, of me with my child in that cozy bed. And I don't feel the anger anymore. And I don't feel the fear anymore. It just, it feels completely different. And like I said, there's a calmness and there's a peace and there's even joy thinking about me and my child in that bed together. So most importantly, what I want you to hear is that I found forgiveness. There's forgiveness, not just for my husband, but for myself because I have thought of those moments so often wishing that I would have shown up differently for myself, that I would have stopped all of that right in its tracks. But the truth is I was doing the best that I could in that moment. And my husband, he actually did the best that he could in that situation. And sure, I can tell you a thousand things and point out all the flaws and say where he could have done better. But what's the point in that? It, it changes nothing. The past is gone and all we have is today. All we have is this present moment. And now that I've been able to release all of this trauma and receive forgiveness and offer forgiveness, I know with great confidence that I can show up differently for myself and for my family. And sadly, that's just something that traditional therapy could never give me. So 
if you relate to any of this, if you are ready to release the pain and trauma of the past and create a new and brighter future, I want to invite you to come join my 12-week program, which is also called the Business of Inner Peace. And this is what we're doing in that space. We are tapping in to a plethora of amazing subconscious healing tools. We're identifying old subconscious programming that is ruling your life. We are rewiring it. We are identifying pain and trauma and we are releasing it. So if that is of interest to you, head over to www.erinjeanbooking.com to book a discovery call and you can find out if my program is a good fit for you. Well, I hope and pray that you have found something here today that's helpful and supportive. And I'd actually like to end today a little bit different and offer up a prayer for any woman out there today that is in a difficult marriage. I know that you're hurting and I just want to offer up this prayer for you for encouragement. Dear Heavenly Father, would you come and be a soothing balm to the soul of this dear woman. She is your daughter. I know that your heart is hurting for her. You desire that she be treated with love and respect and gentleness. Father, would you fill her heart to overflowing with peace and give her clear insight into the next steps forward. Thank you for her sweet and tender heart and please bless her greatly today. Amen. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're feeling blessed by the content here, the number one way you can show me is by leaving me a written review of the show. I'd be forever grateful Knowing that you're out there listening helps me know that I'm truly living out God's purpose in my life. The other thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode, share it with a friend, or better yet, tag me on your Instagram stories. Remember, you are seen, known, and loved. May God richly bless you today. All my love, Erin Jean.